Two crazy motherfuckers that just won't stop. Mikey and Wally dropping knowledge on your ass. Pissing people off, I'm just trying to get a laugh. Two G's and a what? Two G's and a what? Two G's and a what? Two G's and a motherfucking mic. I'm a better man than I used to be. Is that the way it is? It's just the drugs. Can you? Because it's like that. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Huh. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's uh, up? Sorry, that song is just stuck in my head right now, apparently. Yeah. Like Two, that. <laughs> that's the way it is. Two G's in a mic huh. podcast, yo. What's up, man? Yeah, we, we did have a season three update for you guys, but we got to figure out what's going on with it more because it's, it's up in the air right now of just some weird shit. But anyway. It's, it's all no. over the place. It's like a fucking telenovela. But he's gonna end up being her dad, brother, and boyfriend all at the same time. But yeah, my and, and I, it was so weird about my aunt, bro, because she was a smoker, and so when she got that morphine pump, yeah, like it was so weird because she'd be sitting there just smoking a second, like, Thea, you're not supposed to be smoking, it's okay, it's okay. And then she'd just like do that crack, she'd do this crack thing with her back, and it would just like it was like her pump, and it would send the like, man, you're overdosing on that shit sometimes. I can tell you are, like, you can just tell. When somebody's taking advantage of their, you know, ish. Just, just, just slamming that button. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had, like, the whole cigarette thing, what if you ended up with one of those, like, like could you <laughs> could you do it? I would love to have one of those microphones, but not actually have to need it. Like, I just think it'd be funny. Because you can grab them and be put on the side. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, okay. Kane, that's how Kane did his voice originally was with one of those. Yes. Yeah. That was how. I just think it'd be funny. It's just I'd talk hella shit. Oh. Uh, do you do you have any weird like like drug stories? Like like. Do I have any weird drug stories? Not where you were selling. <laughs> not no Del Taco stories. I'm just saying like. Um. I mean. Uh, have you ever told that story on the podcast about the kid that was at the party that was bugging you the one that i sold peat moss to yeah well i guess i guess technically no it was peat moss because that's what we used on the bottom of the trees yeah um yeah i don't know if i told the story about about selling the the kid so we used to have house parties a lot as all a, of a us lot. did yeah. like i mean like every every weekend or every other third day in the week we had a house party okay it was just what it was um and people would show up and it was great and it was fine and whatever and some people would annoy the shit out of me and I just didn't like certain motherfuckers, and they would show up, and one or two of us there was always a hookup for green, and then, you know, this one kid just kept all fucking night, just like, hey, man, can you give me some? Hey, man, I'm like, bro, I'm just, I already got my weed, I got everybody else's weed, like, I'm just kind of chilling, I'm trying to kick back, I don't want to fucking, bro, come on, just, just, just hook it up, bro, come on, just, just fucking hook me up, man, just, I mean, like, I'll, I, you, like, you can run real quick, and it'll be, and you'll be back in no time, you won't even miss nothing, like, why the fuck am I running for you, fuck you, yeah, I'm hosting this fucking party, get the fuck out of here, I'm going to leave to go get you, shit, how fucking special are you, get the fuck out of here. Damn. Yeah, so like about an hour later, I'm like, you know what? I got you. I'll hook you up. It's cool. Now the house, the house that we used to have most of the house parties at was my boy Ian. My boy Ian, his family ran Palmer Decor, which is now where his Gamers Asylum is now down there on Washington and Thirty Sixth. Okay, there's there's that big glass building where Gamers Asylum is. That used to be Palmer Decor, which used to be uh, they sold like fake flower arrangements and shit like that. And to and like fake, we would kill trees to make fake trees to put in offices. 
Okay. Is, and it's is, where is, Gamers is, Asylum is yeah, right where now. Yeah, Gamers Asylum right is now. That big glass building and okay. then the little building that was across from was where we made all the trees. And that big glass building is where they sold everything and all their meetings and shit. Okay. Because, yeah, they even talked about that, that they had to buy the other building yeah. when it came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that whole fucking thing. Yeah, I used to work in those buildings. Okay. So, and Ian's family used to run those things. So, we were at his house and sometimes shit would come home from work. So... I went out into the garage and I'm having a cigarette because I still smoke at this time and I'm having a cigarette. And I'm just like, man, fuck this guy. I don't want to fucking deal with him. And I look down and there's a bag sitting right there that's kind of off to the side that I don't think anybody else really noticed because it was just random shit in the garage. So I'm like, oh, shit. That's one of the bags of peat moss from work. That's that's what because the peat moss, you would you would fill these big baskets and there would be a bottom layer of about an inch of cement. And then it would just be like the Instapack foam that like he would spray in there and it'd self rise and stuff like that. And you put the trees in there and the, the expanding foam would expand in and you cover that with peat moss and then the trees come out and it looks like it's planted. Okay. Right. So one of the bags of peat moss had made its way back to his house. I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Tired of his shit. So I went in and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, real quick, it's all, yeah, you know, I'm talking to people and I go on there and I grab a fucking Ziploc bag and I come back out and I'm smoking and I just kind of, you know, and a couple of the people clear out and I'm like, all right, cool. And I reach down and I grab a big old fucking handful of peat moss and I shove it in the bag and I roll it up all nice and seal it, you know. And <laughs> get it already. Yeah, I get it already. I walk back and I'm like, hey, man, you know, sorry, it's fucking with you, you know, like, hey, you know, you want it right here's you know, like like a buck twenty. It's it's not it's 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 like a quarter, maybe a little bit more. So I hit me with like a buck twenty, and we'll fucking we'll we'll call it good. Oh shit, man, right on, cool, thanks, bro. And the dude disappears, just gone. Okay, I'm like, all right, cool. You didn't know if he left the party. Yeah, or I didn't know if he had left the party or, or later on. About a half hour later, he shows up. Like, man, this this is bullshit, man. I, I'm like, bro, don't. It, it's creeper. It's fine. Like you'll be good. I promise you. You just just smoke a bit more. You'll be all right. About a half hour later, Brian's like, bro, you got to go up to the bathroom. This dude is fucking wrecked. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I go up and he's in the bathroom. He's like, bro, I'm so high. I'm so fucking high right now. And he's just, just vomiting, just fucking like exorcist style into the fucking toilet. But at the same time, he's like, oh, I'm so fucking high right now, bro. That got me fucked up. And I'm like... Cool. Good for you, dude. And I went back downstairs and I was like, bro, what the fuck? And I was like, he pissed me off, so I sold him peat moss. So I told Ian and Chris and a couple of other, I'm like, he's been up there in the bathroom for almost an hour smoking peat moss. That's why he's vomiting. Because he's been smoking peat moss for a fucking hour. Oh. He's not high. He's fucking destroyed. And he's just, his oxygen levels yeah, are off because he's yeah, been smoking. His oxygen levels are off. He's been smoking peat moss and vomiting everything out that's been in his body for the past week violently. <laughs> so that's why he thinks he's high right now. He got the chokes. Yeah. So he, he puked until he passed out. Okay. Woke up and was like, bro, that's, that's some good shit. I've never been high like that before, bro. I'm like... Cool. He's like, all right, man, I'm, I'm just going to head out. I'll go home and smoke some more. I'm like, all right, man, have fun. Didn't see this mother. Didn't hear from him. Didn't see this mother for like a week. And ran into him at, at one of the other bars. He's like, bro, man, that shit you gave me had me fucked up for days, bro. I'm like, you lie to yourself so well to convince yourself that you are high. Like, you just, you're one of those dudes that just like, you have to be high that you can't function without it. Yeah. So, yeah, I sold. And he'll smoke whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I sold the guy 120 bucks. Well, I, I took 120 bucks from this dude <laughs> for about five cents worth of peat moss. Okay. 
because it was because inflation. Yeah, well, no, because like supply and demand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like for, I mean, because like the bag I took it out of was probably like a thirty gallon bag of peat moss. Oh goddamn! Which we used to go through in a and day. And it doesn't look like weed either, no. right? Like, yeah, it, like you pull it apart. It, you pull it apart. It doesn't like even shitty dirt weed doesn't break up like this. Yeah, like if you ever see peat moss, like just grab it. I, and, okay, I was eating a tuna bowl the other day, a poke bowl, and uh-huh. they had like the, the extra seaweed moss, just like uh-huh. strings of. Yeah, that's that's closer. what I'm picturing. That's that's way closer, <laughs> way closer. Yeah, like I had to pick it out of my teeth. Yeah, like that right there, like underneath, like the, in the bottom of that that potted plant that's kind of sticking over there, like that little green grass looking shit. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I sold. That's peat moss. Oh, that's what I sold the motherfucker. That's not weed. The, the, the green spaghetti looking <laughs> shit. Like if you took if you took ramen and just dyed it green and chopped it up and chopped it up, didn't even cook it, just left it hard. <laughs> That's what peat moss looks like. And this motherfucker was like just shoving it in his pipe like, oh, man, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> no. Oh, goddamn. You're smoking shit that you're not even supposed to eat. Is that like your worst one like you've ever done? Like, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, probably not, in all honesty. Like, I would, I would like to say that's the most fucked up thing I ever did to somebody on drugs, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. I was I was a I was a horrible person back in the day. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Well, there are a few times where somebody asked you for something, and you're like, yeah, here, and it wasn't that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like, like all the easily, time, bro. Like I, I know, guaranteed, I sold somebody baking soda. Okay, like I, on purpose. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving you coke. Have some baking powder. Get the fuck out of here. Like I, I, I know, I know, I fucked with some people. Like I, like I seventy thirty them on a bag. Like it was, it was seventy seventy percent baking soda, thirty percent cocaine. Like just, just get the fuck out of my face. Like, all right, yeah. And and I, we know that this is not just. I mean, this is like almost an everyday thing for anybody. Oh, like yeah. Somebody out there is probably doing yeah, it like right it, now. It's, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> like it's, it's just how it is. Yeah, and I mean, look, just don't ever be a dick to your drug dealer. Is all I'm saying. Don't be a big dick to anybody because yeah, we. Yeah. Dude, we used to have a homeboy back in the day. It was like, cool, we're gonna go drink. Let's all see. Let's all throw some money together. Cool. You know what he would do? I got a dollar. I, I got two dollars, oh, oh. and he would sit there and do that. I got two dollars. What we got? What we got? Like really? That's not even a fucking beer, dude. Like you want beer to drink, but you don't want enough. Yeah, I, I look. I, we used to go like if not very often, but every once in a while we would run out of weed. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, like every like third month, we'd be like, "Fuck, we smoked all our shit. We don't have any." And so the the group of us would be sitting like, "I right, will make a fucking call." We're like, "Shit, I don't have any money on me." Blah. So inevitably, you would hear, "I got five on it." Yeah, because you know, everybody that was just what it was. But like at that point in time, like if you was getting like a half and you had like five dudes and you threw in five bucks on it. That actually carried some weight back in the day. Yeah, there was a reason why yeah. the song was created. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like back when when an eighth cost you twenty bucks, or if yeah. it was you know like some good shit, it was chronic. You got an eighth. For Let 50. me get a little bit of that twenty twenty twenty. Exactly. Those reasons. Yeah, yeah. All like, these. You you could buy a lid. Yeah. Like I remember when shit was like a lid. Motherfuckers like I used to buy a little. Yes, I used to buy a little weed. Like a jar lid. And I'm not saying a little weed. I'm saying a lid of weed. Like a water bottle, like what, a jar bottle. Like what lid. Willie Nelson talks about in Half Baked. A lid of weed. Like I bought that shit before. Yeah. Dude, it was a thing. Dude, I've had homeboys come through the drive-thru at McDonald's. Hey, hook me up with some food. Cool. And I'm going to give him food. And all of a sudden, he's like, here you go, man. And he's giving me that handful of something. And yeah. I go to open my hand. What the fuck, dude? It's weed. And like, I had to grab a fucking yeah. a, a cup to put yeah. it in real quick. Fucking close it. Smells and shit. I'm like, God damn. 
But I mean, like, why, that was normal. Why, Del Taco used to order an extra large drink. <laughs> depending on whether he was buying an eighth, a half, or a quarter, depending on which size of drink he was getting. Is that how you would do is put the bag in the drink? Just like, yeah. here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they did grab it. Okay, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd get two. You'd get. You'd be like, oh, let me get this one with the combo, and then on the side, let me get like a like a like a large Mountain Dew. And that was, Mountain Dew's green. Yeah. So you get a large Mountain Dew, be like, all right, cool, you know, and blah, blah blah. And you just wouldn't ring up that drink, and then be like, okay, here's eighty bucks. Here's your extra large drink. Fucking, there's your quarter. Shit like that. <laughs> Not fucking rocket science. Well, yeah. Some weed. <laughs> But they sometimes they want some food with it. Well, yeah, no, they, they, that was the thing. It's like you got to come to the drive thru You got to buy food yeah. to get the weed. Yeah. Like I wouldn't just, you couldn't just come up and be like, all right, it's one of the extra large Mountain Dew. No, buy some fucking food. Yeah, you had to buy some. Yeah, you had to buy some food to contribute to my boys being there. Like they got to run their business. I just happen to be hustling my business through their business. Mm-hmm. So contribute to them making some shit because if they're not on shift because they're not making fucking money, I can't be here overnight. Uh-huh. So you got to pay for them to be like, shit, overnight's banging with these motherfuckers working. Yes, it is. <laughs> they're selling a lot of food at this time of day. So right from about, from about 11 a.m., 11 p.m. to about 3 a.m., these motherfuckers is busy as fuck. <laughs> They got, they got people in and out of that fucking drive-thru with less than three minutes. Like, you, my, I'll give it to my boys. They was bad motherfuckers in there. Cause did I, they ever mess up the order? Not really. And what the fuck are you going to say? Like, if you come to buy weed and you happen to get a burrito with it, but they messed up part of your... No, no, no. Like, you gave somebody the order when it wasn't supposed to be theirs, and oh, you no, gave them the green. No. Okay. There was no. nothing ever... No, because I like I knew who was coming through, through to buy weed. Like, okay. Yeah, so like, I, like they'd pull up, and I'm like, all right, cool, you know. Like the face, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I wasn't like, so, yeah, I'd like to get an extra large round new <laughs> on the side, and then, you know, like I'm throwing some 16-year-old kids and fuck, no. No, 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 not, no. nothing like that. I'm, what I mean is like, say somebody came up to the window, and they're like, yeah, it's their drink, and like they actually had a large drink, or the same thing, but they were like, oh, "Okay, cool," and they gave it to them thinking, "Oh no, because okay. yeah, no, because if, if they got the large the the large Mountain because that was the thing is you had to say I want a large Mountain Dew, blah, blah whatever size on the side." Okay, so there was code. Yeah, Obviously. so like if you just ordered that and a Mountain Dew, that was one thing. If you ordered that and then on the side, I want a blah 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 Mountain Dew. That that was the phrase. So somebody ordering that at that time of night that was not expecting drugs, it would be a revelant. Yeah, it'd be they, a fucking they, formula yeah, of like they, yeah, three they, million out of something. Yeah, they weren't getting. Yeah, they had to say on like on the side, so that way I knew that yes, okay, I'm not like just throwing weed to motherfuckers. <laughs> take a drink, like, My cup's full of weed. Like I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, but somebody I don't even know they'd go back. I'd be like, oh shit. Well, that oh, was the thing. And, is, and is if, if you or if you, I gave you the cup. Okay. Like they would give you your order and then step back and then I would be like, okay. Here, oh, you here. were the one. Yeah. So okay. they would give you your food. I would give you your cup. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a two-step process. I had my shit down. Okay. I was like, look, y'all are high because I'm here. Just make the food. See, I did. Work on, your, on, work on your register. It's fine. See, I did some shady shit at McDonald's when I worked there as a teenager, but it wasn't dealing with drugs. It was dealing with just money. Right. Okay. So- to paint a picture like our old registers yeah they almost look like this mixture right here but yeah. it was just they had the digital analog oh, it yeah, was yeah, digital yeah. but it would only say like big mac and then like 3.99 yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the price was so you'd go through and you like there was such a method like the numbers were over here that you could come down and like just swipe mm. and at the end of it, it would be like enter and then you all you had to do is know how much change you gave them that's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. say if they came in. So what I would do is anybody that had like big orders, like anybody with like twenty five or up, 
they'd be like, cool, cool, cool. All right, your order in $28. Oh, it's twenty nine fifteen, And it would just be that extra dollar. Mm. They'd come in, blah, 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 and they'd go. And I'd, I'd, I would do that little swipe because even if they read the screen, it's like change is $3 million, something, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, why is the change? They're like, oh, it's just I just need to count it back. It's just a way to get it to open. Mm. And I would count their change back. But that was just in case if like they were looking at the screen. But I mean, we sat pretty high. And I don't know what it was. I guess it's my stupid teenager days one day. And I just, this lady was coming through and she ordered a big order. And it was like 33 something. And I told her 34 and she's got right up to the window. And she's looking in and she's like, how much? And I was like 34 something. And she looked at it and she could tell it was like, oh, oh, okay. Like an extra dollar. I'm like, ah, fuck. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd be mad at that. At the from the client's perspective, yeah, if what? it happened to me, I don't think I'd be mad at it. Okay, if you're working at McDonald's, you're trying to skim an extra. I don't give a fuck. Okay, but that's me. Like I don't, yeah, I, yeah. I, I ain't gonna get mad at a hustle. Yeah, that's what I was doing. So from that moment, like I stopped, yeah. and then even like a week later, my boss came up to me, a little short black girl, Velma. So cool. She came up to me. She's like, "So, uh, you not skimming fools anymore?" I'm like, what? She goes, "I, I know what you was doing. Like, what are you talking about?" She's like, extra dollar on top. She's like, don't. I, mean, I'm, I, I was cool. She's like, cool. She like, she basically gave me the heads up, like, yeah. fucking stop. She's like, I, I got you. I know what you're doing. Stop fucking around. So I was like, Ugh. But, yeah, like, I was hustling people like that there. Uh, what was the other one that I was thinking of that was, it wasn't even dealing. Oh, Kmart. I worked at Kmart. And it was about the time that the PS2 and the Xbox was coming out. Mm. Okay. I was working there. I worked in electronics. I would go to sporting goods. You'd have to do all of it. I have to go to hardware. Mm -hmm. And then one day I told a buddy of mine, I go, dude, I go, we're going to go put stuff on layaway. I go, but here's how we're going to do it. He's like, okay. And I mean, I was grabbing like memory cards. I was grabbing video games. At one time I calculated it. Was memory like, cards for use in the younger <laughs> audience. We used to have to put memory cards into our PlayStations or our N64s to be able to save our games. There was no internal storage. <laughs> so I got a few of those. I got a few games and then movies. One of the orders was like 300 and something. And another order was like 400 and something. By the time he rang it up, Dude, I'm spending like maybe 60, 70 bucks for all of it. And then walking out, like they would walk out if they saw you with like a like a layaway box or whatever, they'd ask you to check it. Mm -hmm. And I tried to like do it as I was like going without them there. Sometimes the boss would walk off I'm like, cool. And yeah, I did that a couple of times. And I'm like, ooh, that's quite a bit of shit. I mean, I might still have some of the games. but <laughs> I, I, I worked overnight stock at Kmart. Um, the one in uh, Riverdale? Yeah, the one that's where Costco is now. Okay. Um, and it was it was me and one other dude. Okay. That was it. The entire fucking building. Any, anytime I've, most of the jobs I've worked overnight stock has been me and one other person. The only other time that I, the only time I worked overnight stock when it wasn't me and one other person was when I worked at Home Depot. It was like a crew of like six dudes. But that's because we all had our own department. Okay. But when I was working at, at uh, Kmart, it was me and one other dude. And he had soft lines and I had hard lines. So he did all the clothes and shit like that. And then I did all like the like the, 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 electron, tables, the electronics, electronics. And, t and toys and all that shit and stuff like that. And back in then, it was like 96, 97. So like all the shit was getting locked up. Like they just like you could just have a PlayStation sitting there on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before they started locking shit up. So like I think I think in one week, I think I had 
four PlayStation 2s. Jesus. Get marked out damaged. So they fell off the truck. Yeah. Well, no, like they they would, they would the box would be crushed or like when I went to go stock them and like, oh, this was messed up. Well, like, it looked ugly. So you punched yeah. it. And so sure yeah, so I, would, I would mark it out damaged. <laughs> and then, yeah, then, then then it would fall. Like I would be like, oh, you got to put over here in this section. And then it would, oh, it fell off and I don't, I don't, couldn't find it. I don't know where it is. So at one point in time, I had like four PlayStation 2s. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Because I would just mark it out damaged. Okay. And did you have them all for yourself? No. Like oh, I, 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 sold them? I, I had them and gave them to homies or I had them and sold them to somebody and stuff like that. Um, the other thing when we, when we was working at Del Taco, they had one of those claw machines. Okay. And we used to empty those out. Because <laughs> the, the top of them, those, those lit signs and stuff like that, yeah, the one usually that's... only have two screws on the top. So if you pull those, you can move that, that sign and it just goes straight down into the fucking claw machine. Okay. So if you've got one of those extendable little claw arms, you can reach in there and just and just pull. And ours was just stuffed animals, but like ours, ours was like when when uh, like the animated series Batman was out and stuff like that, and yeah. they had like all the stuffed stuff the stuffed uh, characters and stuff on those. You could take those and sell them at like um, like pawn shops and like Quilted Bear and shit like that. Like you could make your own little booth and sell little stuffed animals and shit like that. Mm. So they'd be in there, and we like throughout the week we just slowly empty it out. I think we did it probably for five or six months. Like we'd put a couple of dollars in and then we'd open the thing up and pull it out and stuff like that. So the dude was still making a little bit of money, but like he should have been making triple what he was fucking making. Cause we would put like five or six bucks in there over the week and then just empty out the whole fucking claw machine mm-hmm. like over, over a couple of days. And then we would turn around and sell them, go to like the swap meet and sell them or go to fucking like have a quilted bear and like sell them to somebody that's selling the quilted bear and shit like that. So we weren't paying shit. Like we were getting these things literally for free, just pulling them out and then charging somebody five bucks a fucking stuffed animal. And then they would charge somebody 15, 20 bucks. So they were still making profit, mm. but we were making like legitimately, like we'd make like 200 bucks off cleaning out one of these fucking machines. And then we'd just sell them to fucking whoever. And the dude would make like 30 bucks off of the fucking machine. So you just like still put the money in, like yeah. they were still like making. Yeah, we still like throw quarters and shit in there, stuff like that. Well, fucking whatever. But yeah, like at night we come there. And that, that would be the other thing is we just clear out the fucking claw machine, and then so- Jesus, I'm over here thinking like skimming a dollar off the top or fucking throwing four hundred dollars worth of games and stuff is all something big. You've already got me top. <laughs> what other charges do you got? Do you have Grand Theft Auto? Do you have any arson? Like. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, we were talking about fucking drugs and shit, but no, I'm just like, Jesus, like, I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, back to, like, drug stories or anything, but I don't know. Um, I guess one that I had one time was, I was obviously before it started to become legal here in Utah, like, I'd go to places and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Well, one time I went to this kid's house, military, and... When I walked in, like, you got to understand from the moment I walked in to the moment I walked out, no more than 20 minutes, 15, maybe. Okay. I walk in, he starts talking to me. He's watching something on Netflix. This is like a studio apartment. He's got a, uh, just a mattress over here on the left. He's, there's a couch right here that I'm sitting on. And then over here is kind of like the structure of the kitchen and Mm -hmm. stuff. And then he's got his 
um, fridge. Well, he goes over and he's talking and he starts talking about like, dude, did I want to drink? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't drink and drive. And he's like, oh, okay. He, he was even trying to pull out a bottle of tequila or something out of the fucking free freezer. No, 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 I'm good. He's like, oh, so, so yeah. Like, so how much do you want? And I told him and he's like, cool. And he's like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, sure. That's the reason why he went over there and asked me if he wanted to drink. Cause after he asked me to try it, he had a, like a bubbler mm. and he went and he went and put ice in it. So it was one of these ones that he's like, oh, I'll get you fucked up. Yeah. So comes over and he sits right next to me on the couch and he starts loading it up with his shit, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's putting something on. He's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, it's your TV, dude, do whatever. All of a sudden the phone rings and he's like, hey, oh, yeah, what's up, man? No, no, no. I'm just here chilling with Wally. I'm like thinking to myself, who the fuck are you telling my name to? And so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just here chilling. Cool. Yeah, I'll be here. And then. He sits there and he loads it up for me and I fucking lit it up. And I'm coughing along, bro. Like I'm coughing like I just took like a dab hit. And I'm like trying to talk to him like that. And then like trying. So I finally get calmed the fuck down. I'm like, whoo, like I could feel the blow on me. I'm like, what the fuck? So he's like, yeah, so how much? I'm like, yeah, this much and everything. So he starts to like get it all ready to go. And he's, he'd say like on the table, he's got like these two video, like, um, monopoly games mm. and the stuff is on top mm. well he's like well i don't really have any bag or anything so i'm just gonna give you like this little thing and it was one of those little circular containers that they used to put the spice in oh yeah, yeah. so when that when i saw that i thought okay this is starting to seem really weird so he started to like scoop it in there and as he's scooping it in, some of it's even falling on the floor and I'm like, dude, what about that shit? He's like, oh, don't worry. I'll just throw you another couple nugs and everything and everything. I'm like, oh, so you just don't care. And then after he got done loading that up, blah, 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 blah. He's like, do you want another hit? And I'm like, I'm still chilling. I'm still chilling. And he even had me like when I blew the smoke out, he had like one of those little like grenade air filters where you oh, blow into yeah. it so it doesn't smell. So all of a sudden the door knocks and it's his friend. And I remember this friend because I seen him one time, one time and I remember what he told me he was, MP. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he comes in. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, what's Starts talking, blah, blah, blah. He goes and sits down. And he's, hey, man, is this is this ready to go? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, cool. And I'm watching him, the side of my, my peripheral. I'm like seeing what he's doing. And he goes to hit the same pipe that I did, the same bubbler. And he's, and then he goes to blow it out and nothing. Like he didn't even cough or nothing. And I'm like, okay. So then, and homeboy here, he's just like trying to talk. He's like, you want to watch this? Watch this? I was like, you know what? I was like, nah. And he turns around. He's like, what? I go, do me a favor. I go, give my money back. I go, I don't know what the fuck you two are trying to pull here. And he goes, what? He goes, he just walked in. All of a sudden, he is he the one that called you? All of a sudden, you tell him my name. I go, is he the one that walked in? I go, hit that shit again. He's like, what? I go, you didn't hit that shit the way that I did. I go, I was over here coughing up a fucking lung. Hit it. Well, no, no, no. I was like, no, tell me, show me. I was like, show me that you're gonna fucking hit it. Like, no, no, no. I was like, no, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I was like, I, I was like, if you guys are trying to pull some shady shit, uh, give me my fucking money back. Go. I was like, uh, uh, we're not playing this shit. And he was even telling me that he had to leave to Brigham, that he was trying to hurry, blah, 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 everything. So I was like, fuck this. And I mean, at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I thought to myself, I think that's spice. That's not fucking weed. Yeah. So I, I got up and shot. I'm, like, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. I go, whatever y'all are trying to do, like if somebody was listening, I go, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. This is just some shady shit. Cool. Y'all guys are fucking stupid. I'm out. And I walked the fuck out. And I took off and I called homeboy. 
And I was like, dude, your boy is a fucking narc. And I'm like, what? And I started telling him this whole shit. Got all the way to the car. All the way to the car, I fucking forgot my keys. <laughs> like, fuck. So I walked all the way back and I told him, I was like, dude, I'm going to stay on the phone with you until I get back. Okay. Got all the way back right about 10 feet away from his place. All of a sudden, the call disconnected. I couldn't, he wasn't on the phone anymore. So I still still acted like he was there because I looked at the phone call and it said end. And I'm like, the fuck? The guy that showed up, well, it was on a second story. He was just like with his legs out, hanging over the balcony, smoking a cigarette. The other guy was still in his house and I walked. I go, hey, I go, I forgot my keys. I go, I need my keys. He's like, go ahead. And I go walking in. I go, I ain't touching anything. I go, I ain't touching it. I go, there's my keys. I go, I got my keys. I'm out. I go, no, I'm not touching anything. Go, I'm out. I go, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. Because he started talking about shit that caught, like triggered me. Mm. Like he got tattooed by Johnny. And he was over here talking about like, oh, he wants to do this to the tattoo and everything and blah, blah, blah. But then it switched over to another conversation while he was telling me this. And this is all in the means of time that I'm smoking this and, you know, all this. And then, yeah, I got to go to Brigham. Just waiting on my boy so we can leave. I go walking back the fuck out after I grab my keys. I go, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. I go, and then you talking about all that universal shit. I go, and then talking about God. I go, you need to fucking check yourself. I go, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I go, so, but whatever you guys are doing right here, I go, is just stupid. I go, victimless crimes. I go, get over it. And as, as I was walking off, I looked up and I go, I go, it's funny that you guys aren't in a rush to go to Brigham now. And I walked the fuck <laughs> off. And you can just tell that that kid, the one that was an MP, mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like he was set up for something and he failed. Yeah. And he was just like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you guys, man. Like, <laughs> like I mean, we dealers, even nowadays, why are you busting them? Like, fuck. Like, like I understand Coke dealers, maybe, you know, fucking heroin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that actually reminds I sent somebody to a cop's house to buy a Coke before. Whoa. Yeah. Can, can you give some? I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, there was, there was like, there were, there was an established hierarchy in the crew that we ran with. Okay. Like there was, and I, I, I was in no way, shape or form a top guy. I'm not going to say I was a made man or I was a top guy or anything like that, but I was, I was, I was trusted and everybody knew that I, what I said is what I said. And that's what happened. Like there wasn't a question about that. I established that I was very upfront and honest about some shit and I wasn't going to bullshit anything. And if I said, that's what happened, that's what fucking happened. And I proved it multiple times with other people like, no, 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 it was this. And I'm like, no, see, this is what fucking happened. And I had proof and shit like that. And there was this one dude that I, I I guess I guess it'd say that I, I always felt like he was trying to bite my shit, like he was trying to get one over on me, like he was always trying to fuck me up and like trying to trying to get in. Like he he was one of those guys that, that like wanted to just he wanted to be a top guy and he would do anything he could to fucking surpass you and shit like that. So he had tried a couple of times to to fuck with me and tried a couple of times to start fights with me and shit like that and it is as weird as it is when I was I was in the I was in the drug and violence game, but I always kept it professional. Like it was all like this is a this is a job, this is what I do, fucking I trust my shit that way. Um and that's kind of that's kind of the reputation I had is the business is business and personal is personal. And as long as you didn't make it personal, I had no fucking problem with you. And he had he had done a couple of things that kind of crossed the line with me and a couple of the other guys that I you know, that I held as, as pretty high respect for that were there were straight up cats with me and there, there was a deal that came through that me and a couple other guys kind of had questions about. They were like, oh, that seems a little 
sketchy. Yeah, there's always the, the, like you know, there's just that one thing you're like, I don't, I don't. There's something weird about this, and I don't know. This is not how shit goes. Yeah. And so somebody's trying too hard, and they come walking in like Steve Buscemi, like, "Hey, fellow teenagers," and you're like, "Ah, not that guy." Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of one of those situations, and and then they they kind of put it towards me, and I was like, "I don't want it." Like I don't, I don't, I don't fucking want it. And and I I I, I could, you can smell a rat. Like you just can. You can tell a rat's a rat. And some people were just so hungry to get ahead. They were like, I'll fucking, I'll take anything. <coughs> and and I did a little bit more research and I found out some things about certain people that were in there and shit like that. And it was already through people that I didn't trust too much. So I was like, I, right, you know, like I'm, I'm a step away from this one. But at the same time, like I knew there was ears listening. There was people trying to get, you know, fucking homeboy would do anything he could to get one up on me or try and impress somebody and shit like that. So, when he was around, I made it sound like, oh, fuck yeah, man. It's a solid deal. Fuck it, man. Yeah, give it to me. I'll fucking take it. She's like that. He'd be like, hey, you know, I can take that, man. She, you know, I, I, fuck, I can take it. Fucking let me. I mean, I forgot. I'll, I'll get it done faster. I'll get you. I'll, I'll set it. I'll get it like three days quicker. I'll set this shit up. we get it down. And he talked his shit and built it up. I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Let him take it. I don't give a fuck. And the other guys knew that I was like, I don't want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I would talk to him up enough. So he was like, fuck it, man. I, I can get it. I'll get it to you like like for like 72 hours earlier. I do that shit. I mean, boom, bam, boom, bam, I'm fucking there. I'll get you bonus money, man. Like, I'll fucking do all this shit. I was like, okay, okay. You, 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 you the shit. Prove it. Oh. Yeah. I never saw the dude again after that deal. Never saw him again. I don't know if he was in jail. I don't know what happened to him. I never saw the motherfucker again. So where he went to go might have yep because i i I knew i knew the guys that they were the deal was coming through i didn't trust at all i they were sketchy motherfuckers as it is and they they were they were usually pretty legit but i also know that a couple of them had already gotten into trouble and had gotten out of jail real quick Mm. so i was like ah see you started to slip now i don't trust that Mm -hmm. like if if you give if you get if you get caught and it's on some shit and i know what you're on there for and suddenly you're out three or four days later um, I'm gonna have some questions, and if you can't answer those questions, I'm not gonna fuck with you anymore. Yeah, like, it's just okay, cool. You get to put back one step, and I ain't gonna fuck with you. And some shit came through there, and I was, I was like, nah, I don't. Mm-hmm. So, and the homeboy was just like, fuck yeah, man, fuck yeah, I fucking, I fuck that guy, man, I can handle your shit. I'm like, hey, boo, get your shit. And so I don't, I don't know if he got done up. I don't know if he got fucking swooped. So up. you don't know if he was even part of it, like if he was like undercover. Mm-mm. No clue. He could have been undercover, and then as you sent him, everybody probably told him, "Like, dude, you fucked up." Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he was an undercover. I think he was just a fucking. I think he was just. He was. Just, he was just an idiot that thought he had more, more. So he wasn't. He was like a legit trying to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, he wasn't yeah, undercover. Home, no, homeboy wanted to be a thug. Like, okay. Homeboy, homeboy wanted to be the shit. He wanted to be like a higher up and like be a made man and like, cause he, he always talked. Okay, about, okay. He always talked about shit, man. My fucking car, this and bitches that and shit. Like he was one of those dudes. And I was like, you're you're doing this for all the bullshit. You're you're gonna run your mouth eventually and get us all fucked. Mm. So fuck you. So I it was it was it was just one of those things. Like all right, look, I don't trust this deal at all. I don't trust what's gonna happen to it. So I'll give it to you. You go ahead. You can fucking have it. I don't want anything to fucking do this, and I don't fucking like you. So hopefully, if I send you there, something will happen to you. And wh- wh- whether he showed up and the dudes that were there, like I don't know if the dudes that set it up that were sketchy, set up something sketchy with the cops, or if the dudes that set it up set up something sketchy with somebody else that they were shorting or fronting on or something like that. I don't know. 
Like I knew I had enough information to know the dudes that were going through were sketchy and I didn't fucking trust them. So at that point in time, I was like, either, either you're already a snitch and you're just waiting to get somebody busted or the dudes you're dealing with own your ass already and are going to try and fuck over whoever's showing up. So I was like, either way, I don't need to be anywhere near that shit. So fuck y'all. You can have this fish. I don't give a fuck. Damn. It was strictly business. Damn. Like, could you see it as if, like, he wasn't there, that if you had gone to that house, something may have... Oh, you you wouldn't have got me to go to that house. Okay, so no, you were already no, in... No, yeah, no, I was, I was out. I was out. Like, I, <clears throat> I I knew the dudes that were getting, that were said that was going through, like, they were the middleman for the deal. Like, you had to go from these guys to get to the other guys. Mm. And I was like, I don't trust these motherfuckers. I was like, I don't trust you, and I don't trust who's going to be on the other side of that door. Like, I'm going to roll up with you, and, you know, fucking, we're going to walk inside the fucking door, and suddenly I'm face down a pair of fucking handcuffs. Both of you are like, see, this is the fucking guy. It's fucking weird. It's, 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 it's. No. Nope. Either that or we're going to walk in the door, and all of us are going to get gunned down. Okay. So that's where my, I was like, okay, we got two options here. Either either you run up and get done up, or you run up and you're in a jail. Like, that's just how this is going to be, because I don't fucking trust you little bitches. <laughs> so I was like, I ain't going anywhere near this shit. Damn. But you, you can have it. Go at it, buddy. I don't give a fuck. And you never saw him again? Never saw him again. Even to this day. Nope. Damn. Nope. But I also haven't asked any questions. Oh. What? So like, I mean, like there was, there was some, like right after I was like, so what happened with that? And they were like, I don't know. We never heard much. So like, I like legitimately, like after that, I've heard word of a couple of them, like of, of one of the dudes, like one of the dudes I didn't trust, but the dude that I sent and one of the other boys, I haven't heard shit about since then. Like what would have been your insinuation? They got busted. Uh, uh Yeah. That that's probably what I think is that they got they got caught with weight and didn't have anything to bargain with. Because mm. I the what what they was buying and what they was moving was some weight. It wasn't um, like yeah it, small market. No little no no shit. no because that that was the thing is like there there was there was I I have seen weight. Yeah, I have seen trucks. I have seen like. I, I have seen movie scenes in real life. Let's See, put it that way. And that's one thing I can't even admit to. Like, I've seen bags of weed, like tumbleweed looking bags, like garbage bags. Cool. That's it. I, I've never I, been I've, around. I've them. seen rooms. I've never even been around a brick of like Coke or nothing. Yeah. I've, I've seen rooms of, just, of, of weed. I've seen, I've seen distribution plants. For cocaine. Okay. I, I have I have been on planes pushing weight. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I've yeah, that's why I'm like like when we used to go on patrol, I was like, I ain't worried about shit. <laughs> Mm-mm. I was like, I've seen motherfuckers that will some gangsters. Yeah, yeah. I, You've I've, seen I've, I've seen some real, real motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So walking through Salt Lake, I was like, Oh, I can tell a real motherfucker real quick mm-hmm. because he's the one that ain't saying shit. That's why I never, that's why when I was a bouncer, I was like, fuck you guys. You get drunk and get rowdy and start running your mouth. You ain't shit. The dude that I'm worried about is the one motherfucker behind you that's been sitting in the bar all night drinking a beer and ain't said a fucking word. That's the dude I'm worried about. Because he ain't getting drunk or buzzed. He's just enjoying his shit. he's, He's sitting there wishing a motherfucker would because he's got some shit that he needs to let the fuck out. And if you push that button, he gonna crucify you and skin you alive right fucking there. And that's the dude that I don't want to fuck with. And how do I know that? Because I'm that fucking guy. Yeah. Y'all can get rowdy and mouthy and have your 17 shots and your four fucking beers. And be like, ah, yeah, man, fuck y'all. I'll fight y'all in the parking lot right now. I'll take your shirt off. And shit. I don't give a fuck about you. 
Mm-mm. We have talked about this, I think, once on the podcast. But what was the one time you said you like? I asked you if there was one time that you actually got like like knocked for a minute. Like you were thinking like, whoa, like not that you were going down, but that you were like, oh, I, oh, I got. I I've got, been rocked a couple of times. I got to fucking focus. Like oh, you yeah. had to get yourself focused. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I've had a few of those, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. Okay. I've had some motherfuckers. Some I've gone toe to toe with some hard hitting motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I've had some dudes just catch me off guard. They was like, oh shit shit what the fuck was that but not while i was bouncing when, when i was bouncing if you're if you're 180 pounds and you're fucking you know 16 shots in the night so you can you can swing as hard as you can <laughs> quotation marks hard as you can you're drunk you don't have any fucking coordination you're off bounce when you throw that shit you think you're throwing the fucking mike tyson fucking roundhouse is fucking but he just, ain't no borracho just, huh? just, just some gnarly <laughs> shit and all you're doing is throwing a limp wristed fucking haymaker but you think you're bobbing and weaving like mike tyson you ain't doing shit at that point in time you're slap boxing and i'll eat that shit all, all day long <laughs> okay don't care but i've i've been hit by some motherfuckers like oh Okay. Okay. Hold, so you not that, that's that's a flash of lights. Hold on, I need to get my shit together real quick. But it was not ever when you were working. Not, or nothing. No, no, not when I was bouncing. Okay. So what would be the worst scenario you were in as a bo- as a bouncer? As a bouncer? Yes. Um, I I was I was <laughs> I was in the middle of uh, a Vagos Mongos fight in the bar. Oh goddamn! Yeah. How many members each, roughly? Like six and six. Okay. So it wasn't huge, but it wasn't small. But the, I, there was me and one other bouncer. Okay. Yeah. And it was at the strip joint? It was at the strip joint. Yeah. And you know like, what started it? Oh, I know, just, I know exactly what started it. Okay. Because the, the manager was dating Vago, and uh, like we had it so you couldn't wear your color. You couldn't wear your cuts and your colors in there, but you fucking know who they are. I mean, it's just a fucking thing. And they were in there one night, and like I when they came in, I was like, look, bro. Like, I don't want any bullshit. You guess it over here. You guess it over here. Fucking, like, if you want to drink shit, that's fine. But I don't want any bullshit. And they was like, cool, cool. Like, the, both sides were like, cool. All right, man. Well, that's cool. That's fine. I kept getting drinks. Kept getting drinks. I'm like, look, you got to slow down. You can't serve these motherfuckers like this. Because they, if they, if there was just one of them, if it was just the Vagos guys in there, fine. Serve them. That's fine. I can keep the public in check and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If it's just the Mongols in here, fine. Serve them how they want to get served. I can keep the fucking public in check. That's fine. But you cannot serve like pap, 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 pap to these guys when both of them are in the fucking house. You cannot fucking do that. Okay. Because sober them told me they'd be good. Drunk them was like, fuck everybody in the club. <laughs> it's just how it works. Literally. Literally. <laughs> fuck everybody in here. I don't care. So yeah, and and like they they had they had the guys in there, and there was a couple of them. There was there was some there was some fucking big boys. I'm not gonna lie. There was some fucking. I mean, like like some six foot three twenty five, like solid, like just came out the fucking house, fucking dudes. Okay. And I was I was cool with like I try to be cool with everybody. I mean, I don't I don't run colors. I don't have any affiliations. Like you do your thing, that's fine. You show respect, you get respect. That was cool. That fucking fight broke out, bro. I got hit in the back of the head with a table. Like they used to, they used to have the like they're the ones that like the I don't know it's probably like a, like a three foot circumference fucking table on a post that you have like the bar stools that you sit at. Mm-hmm. I caught one of those in the back of the fucking head like mid fucking air just hop ah 
<laughs> oh shit. Yeah, and it was one of those ones like if I go down in the middle of this, I'm gonna get stomped the fuck out just by accident. So yeah, like I like I'm So you probably got hit by accident with yeah, that yeah. chair coming. Yeah, because okay. like I'm in like I'm in the middle of like bro, fucking, you know, fucking y'all stop the people. Pow. And then I'm like, okay. And I just stumbled my ass the fuck out the way. I was like, okay, all right, cool. I ain't gonna die for this motherfuckers. And it it started in there. And then like fucking, you know, like I got back up and I fucking screamed and yelled and we got some attention and we got them. Like I was like, I was like, just take it the fuck outside. I was like, don't do it in here. Get the fuck out. And they they went outside. I was like, look, y'all in the parking lot now. I don't give a fuck. You're in the parking lot. You're not inside the building. I can close the doors. I can lock that shit. Y'all are the fuck outside. I can call the cops, which I'm not going to fucking do. So y'all just fight it out outside. I'm going to keep everybody in here safe and keep the public and the strippers the fuck out of the bullshit. Y'all can fight it out in the parking lot. And then when you leave, when the winners leave fast and then the losers leave slow, yes. once, <laughs> once, you, once y'all are gone, I'll unlock the doors and we'll pretend some shit never fucking happened. Okay. Because I don't give a fuck. I saw plenty. Of, there was plenty of times I saw fucking biker clubs in my in my parking lot doing some shit or fighting or whatever. I was like, I ain't saying shit. I ain't doing shit about it. I'm going to keep the public safe. And then when y'all are gone, y'all are gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't see nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't give a fuck. And then when she left, the manager left and she wasn't dating him anymore, they stopped coming around. And I was fine with that. Oh goddamn! Yeah, there you go. So I was like, cool. Yeah, but yeah, no, I took a ch- I took a table to the back of the fucking head. And it was uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I've had a couple of times where just like motherfuckers have caught me with a solid right. Like it just happens, bro. Like nobody's perfect. You're gonna catch a hand. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're gonna be like, oh shit, I didn't mean to eat that one like that, motherfucker. Ow! All right, hold on a second. Let me let me get this eye to open back up because it's just kind of sitting there for a second. Which one has been like your favorite? Like the one that you were just like Rah! and threw him out or something or um. <laughs> I, I picked the dude up by his, by his nose ring and his gauge in his ear. Ooh, yeah. From the front, from from. Okay, if you've ever been to what is now Blue Sapphire, mm-hmm. it was it was when it was just barely club wet and it was under new owners and they were kind of assholes and shit like that. There was a dude sitting up at the front. There's there's the side stages and then the main stage, and the main stage comes out I don't know seven or eight feet into the front and you're sitting. It's it's at a it's a raised uh, table. So the table sits about this high and you're sitting in, in kind of raised up chairs at, at the fucking thing. So if I walk up behind you, we're pretty much eye to eye level. Okay. When you're, when you, when they're sitting down and I'm standing up, they're probably, I'm pretty much eye to eye level. So I had talked to the dude a couple of times. I was like, Hey, you know, the girl, say you're saying something and shit like that. And finally I saw this motherfucker pull out his phone, which is something you do not do at a strip club. And you damn sure don't try and take pictures of the girls on stage. Yeah. So I saw that shit. I'm like, okay. And I come out, and I slapped it out of his fucking hand. And as I did that, I hooked his fucking gauge on his fucking left ear. And then my right hand came around and grabbed his fucking bullring on his fucking septum. And I lifted him up out of the chair and into my arms. And I let go of the gauge and I wrapped around his fucking, I still had a hold of his fucking bullring. And I wrapped my other hand around his fucking belt and grabbed onto his belt and kept him on his tippy toes. As I went towards the door, the door are probably, there's probably about two doors. Yeah. I remember the size doors. It was a double door. Yeah. It's a double door. But it was pretty big. They're metal. Yeah. They're solid metal doors. The ones to the outside. Who who said it the other, a while back that it'd be like the perfect spot for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. No windows. Yeah. Yeah. No windows. It's it's a pretty decent setup. Yeah. yeah, The outside doors are really heavy. The inside doors aren't as heavy, Mm -mm. but they're still heavy. They're still, they're still like metal, like gymnasium, like elementary school doors. Okay. To to a gymnasium. Still got some weight. Yeah. I opened both sets of doors to get him out of the building with his face. (laughs) 
had the, had the bull ring in there, so he couldn't move his head. So I had him headed like straight forward with his head pulled down a little bit, and then wrapped my other hand around his waist and grabbed his belt and had him up on his tippy toes, so I can just go just as fast as I want to because he's he's got no room to try and stop. So he's just like, oh oh, oh shit. Yeah, he's just like yeah. balancing yeah, really yeah, he's at like, this oh, point. Fuck fuck, and pow through the door, pow through the door. He straight up Al Bundy his ass. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> cow cow, and you you could hear it echo. Just <laughs> the fuck out. And just. Yeah. Oh, that's probably shit. one of my favorite things I've ever I've ever done is just pulling the dude out like that. And I, my, the other thing is the only thing that I, like I thought that was funny as shit. I watched my boy B, who you've met. Mm-hmm. I've tattooed him a couple times. He was my bouncer. He was my he was my other bouncer for a while. And then it was just me and B, and I was fine with that because when B got here, he was a white boy that came from Oakland, California. Mm-hmm. That's where he went to high school. That's where he grew up. All the dudes that I knew that he knew that ever came to see him in Utah were big old black dudes. Okay. So B is from Oakland, California, <laughs> and is like 6'3", 345. He was a big boy. I watched him grab this motherfucker by the back of his head and do the same exact fucking move. Just palm this dude like a basketball and pick him up and pow through one door, pow through the next door and just toss the motherfucker like a good solid six, seven feet in the fucking parking lot. Just shot put this motherfucker's head. Fuck out. Just launched him. And then come back in and just sit the fuck back down. Like nothing. Like nothing fucking happened. I'm like, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's also he's also the same dude that like we had that we had, like we had a brawl one night. Like these two chicks started fighting, and then all the dudes started just fighting and shit like that. So we ended up out in this fucking parking lot brawl. Like me and B and the the DJ came down. His, his name was Justin. He came down and got involved too. So there, there was probably like eight guys versus me and B, and then Justin's like playing goalkeeper, like trying not to let motherfuckers run away. And B just, just like fucking whooped these two boys, and they're in their cars like talking shit and like getting them out of there and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, just fucking go, just fucking go. And I'm still outside, and I hear both both doors close. And then from inside, I hear motherfuckers scuff my Nikes and the doors blow the fuck open and six, four, three, forty five B is hauling ass like he's a fucking sprinter dead on at one motherfucker that he had already whooped on because the dude had scuffed his Nike while he was getting his ass whooped. Like B is like Usain Bolton at these motherfuckers. Because he scuffed his Nike. Yeah. That's how I know he was that Oakland. Because he was like, oh, motherfucker. And like this dude, like I had never seen fucking like a car like up over the fucking thing. Ah! Just out the park. Didn't pull out and go out the park. Like went up over the grass. Over the grass. And and I was like, fuck this, bro. And they was fucking gone. And he's standing out and there. I know, I know the parking lot. It's yeah. you got one side or the other. It's yeah, right in it's the middle. Right up over the fucking grass over the sidewalk. And B standing out there on the sidewalk, like Raph, like, damn! <laughs> Just damn. mad as fuck. So he worked with you out at the bar. Yeah, that's how okay. I met him. Because I worked with him at the bar, and then we ended up becoming roommates. Okay. After 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 Dave moved out, B moved in. And that was the funny thing is, is B's a huge Superman dude. Like, he's, Superman's his shit. Oh, and you hate and Superman. I fucking hate <laughs> Superman. That was our shit. Like, that was our favorite thing is, like, we would just, like, because he, he had Superman everything. Like, he had shirts and fucking, like, he has got Superman tattoos and, and all that shit. And I'd be like, look, you know Batman can fuck him up any day of the week. He's like, man, fuck Batman. <laughs> like, you, you know he got him, like, dead to rights, bro. Like, yeah, he can. He, he's, and he, he got a plan for everybody, man. Fuck that Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, he's not a Boy Scout. I'm like, Jesus with a cape, fuck you. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time. With him. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, he, he's a Jew with a cape, bro. Come on now. Yeah. 
Don't act like that. Nicholas Cage was the closest yeah, one. Yeah, it's like Nicholas Cage is the only Superman I ever fucking liked. Because, you know, he wasn't exactly Jesus. <laughs> okay, so is there any incident that you've had? Because you had one time, like, what, about a year ago? Just that dude just mad dogging you outside of Target or something? Oh, yeah. And then he was yelling at his girl or something? Yeah, and... I still got the gold chain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the it was yeah, on the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. I used to have it on the wall. I actually had to go dig it out and put it back on my wall. I think that's funny. So, is there back in the day or anything? Has there been a situation where you just you're minding your own fucking business? Damn, oh, bam. dude, I used to insert myself into shit all the time for no apparent reason at all. <laughs> I don't mm, just because I just because I wanted to hit somebody that day. I would just get involved. In is there any that you just like stick out that you that you succeeded? Like you were just like yeah, or you got something out of it? I mean, beside a gold chain. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or was that like the pinnacle? No, I okay. know that wasn't the pinnacle. I take people's wallets. <laughs> hey, like, like the like the, hey. the, the, the gold the gold chain shit was just to prove a point. Like I mean, because it's not a real gold chain; it's a fucking fake Walmart gold chain. Like I just I was just being a dick to that guy. You looked at it after it says gold plated. I, I knew it before I took it. It was fucking bullshit. I was like, this is that's nothing. why it ripped off. I was like, so I was like, so this easy. dude's got a Toyota Celica. He ain't got an interaction with gold chain. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Toyota Celica. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm. I, I put. I ran a, at a at another house party. I ran a dude through a wall. What the like fuck? like like legitimately like like how your 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 wall is set up like how there's two walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. How there's like you know you've got a wall and it separates rooms. Yeah, I ran a dude through one of those. So like, you went through a wall. Yeah. Yeah, like we we were at a, we were at the party and like his that that gone in sixty seconds line like you just went through a wall yeah. it's literally something you yeah. did okay oh, yeah yeah okay yeah because <laughs> like his girl his girl was cool with us and like it was she had, she had been a homie since back in the day of like one of the like like Chrissy and you know, something like that so we had known her for a while and she was there and she's like this new guy I'm dating you know he's gonna come over and see us and we were, we had already heard about him I was like I don't like the motherfucker that much like he gets out of hand she was like no he'll be fine and I was like look he gets he gets out of hand I'm a I'm a fucking I have words with him and he got over there and got drunk and he hit her like whoosh, like open hand slapped her and I come up off the couch down the stairs and just because like they they somebody come up was like Mike he just fucking hit her I was like all right cool and I come off the couch upstairs down the stairs made it around the fucking corner and at the, at the corner there was there was a like a wall that divided the fucking basement in half and they had been standing right there because you come around the stairs and there was a stair here and then a wall there and there was open basement and then like a little hallway and then another room there oh, and I knew there was nothing on the other side of the fucking wall there was like no there, like I it was, it was just another hallway or something well it's it's just the other side of the room and like I was like there's not like a TV or anything right there like literally it's just an empty fucking wall and I come around that fucking thing. Do, 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 do. And I'm motherfucker, you ever? And he turned and I scooped him up, fucking just just hit him, fucking shoulder into the fucking stomach. My hands hit his thighs, fucking popped his legs up, and we went straight through the fucking wall. Just <laughs> and we come through the wall, and I I had pulled up and I I uh hardcore Holly used to do with that that Alabama slammer where he get him over their fucking legs and he pull their <laughs> arms and pull them down. Yeah. So basically, I had that, but I had him, I had my shoulder in his gut, and then I just I. I stopped as I stepped through the wall and then just pulled his fucking leg. So he got shit whipped onto the fucking ground. Pow! After he got after we went through the wall. So he lands on the drywall and the two by fours getting shit whipped down onto that as I'm standing over him. Motherfucker, you ever hit a girl again? I swear to God. And just lost my shit. Just, yeah, and he, like it's one of those moments where you can hear the needle and the whole party goes silent. <laughs> As I'm just standing over this motherfucker that we just went through a wall. Like, I swear to God, you ever lay hands? I swear to God, I fucking. And she's still like, oh my God. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
and like I pick him up. He's like, motherfucker. And I pick him up and drag him outside. I'm like, the fuck out. And I turn around. I'm like, fuck, I just went through Ian's wall. <laughs> and I come down and Ian's at the bottom of the stairs on the floor. Just like, that's the dopest shit I've ever fucking seen. Holy fuck. I love you, Mike. My mom's going to be mad. This but shit's so But funny. it's worth it. He's like, it's so goddamn funny. Mom's going to be pissed. Oh, shit. Yeah, so like we got we got up the next day and went to Home Depot and we patched up the fucking wall before his mom got home. You patched up a wall. Yeah, we How went. The fuck did you patch up a we, wall? We, we, we cut out the segment between the two by fours, put the drywall back in, patched it back up, and fucking painted it. Damn. Yeah. I'm not gonna break a wall and not fix it in a homie's house. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, so you went through. The actual like studs, like the yeah, yeah, like I separated the studs. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If not, we both would have stopped real quick, and he probably I would have broke him <laughs> if we would have hit a fucking stud. I'd have broke him. He'd still be feeling the repercussions. He'd be in today. a wheel, he'd be in a wheelchair because I I did I I did I fucking like Bill Romanowski like I ducked down fucked that and put that shoulder into his fucking sternum, sweeped his fucking legs so he just went up. And if we would have gone into a two by four, he would have hit that shit like and just stop. He would have hit that shit spine first. First and yeah, because we would have bent the two by four in the drywall and then he would have stopped. Yeah. And then I would have probably just uppercut it with an elbow or some shit like that. Is <laughs> that been your favorite one? Uh, it's it's one of my favorite ones. Like I putting the dude from through a wall was great. Literally yelling gore before I hit somebody over a fucking park, but like I like speared him over a park bench was fucking great. Um I power bombed somebody into a coffee table at a house party. Um, I ain't mad about that one. That was fun because I wasn't. Did it break? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What kind of table was it? Like just like one of those little like low, low coffee tables and shit like that. Like the old ones that had like. Did the, it break or like it snapped in half? Yeah, like it's got the two ends of the like the two like there's the the one and then it comes up. And there's the top layer, but there's like the little box section that you can open up that's got the yeah. like, cabinets on it, and then there's like just the little legs holding up the thing. Okay, but that cabinet's just like like fucking like like plywood and shit like that. Oh yeah, just, it's ah, gonna ah. hurt, but it's gonna break. Yeah. Oh yeah, just okay. put a motherfucker through those. It wasn't at Ian's house. It was somebody else's house party. Okay, I was like fuck that guy and i was like i'm out fuck off it's, yeah hmm. one one stupid little thing we did we came up here and i remember where it was oh it was sr 93 hmm. you know that chevron hmm. like it was i'd say from the chevron this way there was hardly anything oh yeah back in the day they went okay yeah. we came down here to a party with some girls and they lived up in that like house right there the, in that little area like when you turn from or basically, if you go up one more block and then turn like they're all that mm -hmm. house and, and all that. I we were at a party, all my cousins, all these girls, and everybody was doing their thing, going here, going there. Finally, everything just started getting quiet and everybody was passing out and everybody was doing this. And I'm like, fuck am I doing? Like I was bored. <laughs> I was bored out of my goddamn mind. So I left. This is already like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I took off walking. I went to that Chevron. And that was one of those days where, like, while I was walking, I thought to myself, my mom always said, if I ever need her to come get me, call her. Okay? And that's what I did. I called her like, Mom, yes, can you come get me? What? Like, you could tell it's just one of those parent moments that's just like, are you really asking me this right now? <laughs> so she asked me, she's like, can you come? Or I asked her, I was like, can you come get me? And she's like, yeah. So I took off, she took off came all the way, and I told her about where I was. She found it. She found the fucking uh, Chevron, everything, blah, blah, blah. She picked me up. As we're leaving, 
You know, she's like, so what happened? And I started telling her, you know, it was just a little basic party. Yada, yada, yada. I'd say about three o'clock, my cousin calls me. He's like, dude, where did you go? I go, I fucking left. He's like, why? I'm like, because it was boring. <laughs> I was like, all of you fuckers took off, went to other places, yada, yada, yada. He's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. He goes, did you take a PlayStation? <laughs> a what? He's like, did you steal a PlayStation from the house? Like, fuck no. Why? Oh, all these girls are saying that somebody kiffed a PlayStation and they have brought your name up because you were gone. I was like, bro, my mom came and picked me up, bro. <laughs> okay, I'll let him know. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. You know for a fact that I go walk in. I got like this PlayStation in my hand. My mom's going to be like, where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> Who's just steal the PlayStation? Yeah, and then beat my ass and <laughs> then take she, me back. She's going to hit you and drive you back to the party. Like, go get the PlayStation back, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. So as soon as I told him, like, bro, my mom picked me uh -oh. up. He was like, okay, I'll let him know. Yeah. I'm like, dude, really? But yeah, like I had situations like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, like I, I've got, I've got other shit too. Like it's the, um, that there, there's a reason. Like I enjoy the the movie Salt Lake City Punk so much because mm -hmm. that that whole speech that he gives while he's in the mall, he's talking about you know like the the posers and like the the punk British guys and oh like the one thing that you always did is you always had the, the punks and the hicks that were always in fighting and shit like that. That was that was a real thing back in the day. Mm -hmm. That was a legit thing. There used to be a club called Confetti's. That was down in Salt Lake. That was on like Twenty First South, and um, right across from that, there was a Smiths. That was just like like it was just a regular twenty four hour Smiths, and the Outlaw was a few blocks down from it. So on Friday and Saturday nights, you'd go to the club, you'd go down to the you'd go down to Confetti's, which was a goth bar. So it'd be like goths and punks and shit like that, and there'd be the bar inside, and it was it was a it was an all ages venue. So like there was some younger kids that'd be there and shit like that stuff when they first opened. But you'd come in and there was a little walkway. There was like you'd get your checked in here, you could check your coat there, and then you went and turned, and there was uh, pool tables, and then there was the dance floor and the bar and the bathroom and shit like that. But it was on the left side of the street on 21st and then across the street from it was the smiths and it was a 24-hour smith so there was always that there was like a giant fucking parking lot so you would come out 1 o'clock in the morning when the club was shutting down mm -hmm. and you could just see a line of trucks and rednecks sitting on them mm -hmm. so we would come out of the club every like on friday or saturday night you knew there was going to be a fight one way or another there was going to be a fucking fight because these hicks had come down from the club and they wanted to fucking fight because punks and fucking goths were fucking faggots, man. And we so they came down from outlaw. So, so, so they come, they come down and they sit there in their big fucking truck, <clears> bumping <throat> their fucking Hank Williams Jr. and shit like that, ready for a fucking fight. And half the punks and half the goths didn't want to fight. But there was a select few of us that came down. They were like, "I'm gonna sit in there. I'm gonna drink my water. I'm gonna chill out. I'm not gonna check my coat because inside my my coat I got a couple of sets of brass knuckles and I got a steel pipe. And we gonna fucking rumble after this is fucking thing. So it was a fucking thing. There was a group of us that went down there every Friday and Saturday night just just literally for the purpose to go down there and fight some hicks afterwards. You just wait for the fight. Yeah, yeah. We'd go down there. Oh, we'd, hell we'd, yeah. We'd hang out. We just kind of you know we do little little goth dance and, <laughs> and and have your fun and shit like that. And then as soon as fucking like the bar started leaving, like all right, cool. And we were like the first ones out the door. Every fucking time, because we get out there and we just sat there. Because the parking lot, there was the, the club was right here, and the parking lot was a big L shape. And if you came out and just went across, you could sit. There was no lights on one side of the parking lot, so there'd be like six or seven of us standing there in the fucking darkness as they watched everybody else come out and they were talking their shit and screaming and yelling, hooting, and hollering, and we'd wait for one of them to get brave. 
And one of them would get brave and get about halfway across the street. And like two of us would run out and just, just fucking sucker punch him right there in the middle of the fucking road. Damn. And then, yeah, like then the other kicks would come out and we'd end up in one park a lot of the other fucking fighting. And we had about five minutes before the cops showed up. We all knew it. Like we knew this wasn't going to be huge fights. Like you had a couple of minutes to get in there and just get some good shots and get the fuck out. So we'd run in there and then you'd pick up whoever was down and we'd all bolt. And that was it. And the you pull up and fucking half the hicks were gone and like yeah we were we would all just bounce out so we'd we'd wait all night for like a four or five minute fucking rumble and then everybody would fucking throw hands for a minute and they would just and then we'd all fucking bounce because nobody wanted to go to jail because we were all like 17 or 18 years old so i mean it's not like any of us were drunk so we couldn't use that as an excuse we all knew what the fuck we was doing but yeah they would pull up we'd get out and we fucking scrap and have a couple minutes and fucking if somebody was knocked out you fucking pick him up throw him in the fucking car and bounced out but it was guaranteed every Friday and Saturday night you could go down to Fetty's. There was one night like it, it turned into a big thing. Like like there was there was some extra people from out of town, some extra punks or something to come in from a show or some shit like that. And the Hicks came down and like it it turned into like a fucking brawl. And like the cops showed up and they, we were still going at it, dude. Like we sat there were there was probably till about three or four in the morning. There was probably about twenty of us Hicks and fucking goths and punk kids all sitting there in handcuffs on the fucking side of the road and shit like that. Because we like we fucking we had gone hard. We had gone through people's windows, like people had like baseball bats and shit like that. We had gone like we had fucking rumbled that fucking night just because some out of towners were with us. Damn. Yeah. And that was just a cheery full night. Huh? Yeah. And yeah, we weren't drunk. Like most of us were like high on weed. Like we just smoked and shit like that. And we were just like, fucking go out there, throw fucking hands, man. That's what we fucking do. We go out there, fight some hicks. Imagine if cops just like let folks do like no weapons. Just go have at it. Yeah. Just because sometimes folks need that, bro. They yeah. just need to let loose. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, and that was my thing. It was like, look, bro. And just go out there and throw some fucking hands. You ain't got to have nothing else. Throw some hands. It'll be fucking fine. We used to have, I had a, I have a vice principal that was like that in my junior high. No, it was, it was Ed. At Bonneville, I had a I had a vice principal that was like that. If you were in a, if you were in a fight, he'd come and he'd grab you. It was a uh, vice vice principal Swenson. He'd come and he'd grab you, like he'd grab you, like the two of you out of the fight, and he'd take you down to the fucking gym and he'd lock the doors and give you both fucking boxing gloves. Damn. Yeah, and he'd be like, here, if you got fucking, if you want to fight, fucking fight. Just imagine, imagine if it was just that easy. Yeah. So yeah, that that was the thing back then. That I've yeah, I I still. I, I had <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. That's that's why I always like Tommy Dreamer as as a wrestler because me and him had the same nickname for a while. Because <laughs> everybody like some of the the guys in the crew that I used to run with used, used to call me the innovator of violence because I would watch wrestling and then try and try and do the moves to people. Damn! Like I roll I rolled the dice on somebody that move that Test had for a little while that kind of looks like the like the the crossroads. I've done that to somebody before. I yeah, it was fun. As shit. I've, I've done, I've, dude, I've dragon screwed leg whip somebody before. Like I've, yeah, like I, I used to watch Taz and be like, I wonder how I can do that fucking suplex. Yeah, like I've, I've tried some shit on some people, man. And I've, I've made up a couple moves and like a couple years later, I'm like, hey, I've done that to somebody before. That's fucking fuck you, man. That's bullshit. Like I should have been a wrestler, goddammit. But yeah, yeah, for like a, a while there, when I was, when I was, I was in the dumb shit, like I had a couple of, uh, the, they used to call me the, I, I used to get, I used to get the dog and I used to get the IOV. And like, for, I was like, what the fuck is the IOV? They're like, dude, you're like the innovator of violence. I'm like, don't do that to my ego right now, man. Like, I don't, you can't tell me that when I'm doing coke like this, bro. It's not okay. 